Good afternoon, everyone. We are here again with another uh, podcast episode, episode six, Societal Pressure in Our 20s, with my new potential um, co-host, Lucina. Lucina, say something. <laughs> Lucia. Lucia. <laughs> yeah. What's happening? Okay. So, Lucia, tell us a little about you. You know, what are you going to be bringing to the uh, NBD family? Well, you know, I hope I could bring a little bit of me, you know, a little bit of sass, a little bit of seriousness, a whole lot of unseriousness because I do enjoy, you know, good banter, like having a good time. Um, really just a good open-minded discussion you know we could be adults about certain things and then we could you know completely be childish about stuff um but you know i for right now am just a student you know so i go to snhu and i am trying really hard to hopefully in the next few months finally finish my bachelor's and business and logistics so we can hey. put it behind us and never look at it again that's what's up you know that's right. some queen stuff right there bachelors that's i mean study. light work it's light work <laughs> it's really just it's just if school wasn't expensive right if the money was not the issue for most people it's really just just Great. And like, do you have the commitment to finish? Because it's like nobody wants to be in school, but it's like we're all sort of hoping we'll get something worthwhile out of it. And then, you know, a lot of people who go to school for one major don't end up doing that for the rest of their lives. But I don't think you should be confined to your major. You know, a degree is essentially can you read and write and follow <laughs> directions? Right. I mean, tell me not because whatever job you go to they're going to train you on the job anyways facts so facts. i mean hey it is what it is but you know that's 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 just the educational background for now um i do draw as you know well they obviously don't know but I would call myself a little bit something of an artiste, but you know, seasonal depression and the pandemic been sort of like putting us in a headlock. So that's been on pause for a while. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm chilling, trying to finish my degree, you know, staying sane, keeping in touch with people, just trying to enjoy every day as it comes. I like that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I don't know if anybody else knows, um, but I'm in school right now to uh, be an automotive tech. I'm doing my associates. I wanted to do the bachelor's because once you finish, you can like be like a, a manager, have your own shop and all that mm. sort of stuff. But it's just they're like going towards that. The, the math gets more advanced because at first I knew there was going to be a little bit of math in you know, automotive and tire pressure and all that stuff. But then when they start talking about square roots, circumference, radius, I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up. Listen, <laughs> you better than me because math is not my strong suit. So, you know, hats off to you. Hats <laughs> off talking. to you. Oh, man. I, I 
I passed my math like class with like at least a B minus or something because there were turn of times like velocity and RPM and just a lot of nerdy stuff when it comes to cars. <laughs> Listen, I passed physics so, in high school by the grace of mm-hmm. God, bro, because Matt, look. It was biology. It was like barely making it. Chemistry. Mm. I was on my last like two eyebrow hairs. Could not do it. And then physics, which is like the unwanted love child of math and science. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to pass. And I got a B minus. But I was like, you know, miracles happen. God I actually did well in physics. But chemistry, I was yeah, doing okay in it. I started to understand it. Then it just... It lost me. It lost me in junior year. I'm like, what the hell is this? Well, to be <laughs> fair, our chemistry teacher was kind of like a nut, but you know, okay. that's another story. Uh, no, I had this cool ass Haitian um, dude teacher. He honestly, he looked like he could be a singer. Cause I mean, that's what I've heard from the girls here. Like, like he was a really, he was a really good looking guy. Not even gonna lie, he was good looking. Yeah. Okay, okay. And he was nice. He he was sarcastic. He told us, you know, stories of, you know, being black in the United States of America. He uh, got stopped by the police one time. They did a background check. He was clean, all that stuff. And they said a comment. Oh, he's one of the good ones. Oh. And he was like, what? Oh, you know, the <laughs> usual. The usual. Yeah. So it was, yeah. So um, I don't know if he had to go to jail that night. They they booked him for something, but he didn't. It didn't go on his record or anything. But yeah, he, he was a really nice guy. But um, so today we're talking about societal pressures, like where we're. I, I don't know if any. Actually, I feel like everyone could agree with us, like where we're told by our twenties we need to have this, we need to have a car, we need to have kids, we need to have a house. We need to be basically our best selves at such a young, ripe type mm-hmm. of age. And it's a lot of pressure because most of us are trying to figure things out. We're in school or going back to school because we either quit our day jobs, we quit retail, we quit doing... We just basically had like a wake-up call, you know? Like, I need to mm-hmm. do this and that. Now, how do I reach that? is like the biggest thing because like then when we try to you know juggle uh juggle work like a retail job and going back to school it's hard and our parents especially if they're from the islands they have this crazy expectations what we should be doing and they always try to tell you the same old story like oh i came to this country to hope for you to do better i dodged bullets in vietnam for you to get Mm -hmm. a good future i'm like Okay, I'm trying, you know? Mm-hmm. I know exactly I'm how trying. you feel. Listen, mm. African parents be the same thing, man. <laughs> I wonder it how be that the is. the same thing. So I was mm. top of my class. I came here when I was young. And you mm-hmm. young generation, you don't know about hard work. But it's like I'm literally like just surviving, bro. It, mm-hmm. I can understand. Look, 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 look. If we had, if the economy in our age was the same as it was when you guys were young, it wouldn't even be no complaints. Everybody would be married with two houses on the Cape, 401k, savings savings account, retirement account. But it's like, we don't have the luxury of just going, okay, let me begin to start the rest of my life. It's how do I even 
build the foundation for myself to then be able to say, okay, now I want to begin to build the rest of my life. Like, we don't have that. Like, our parents coming here in, like, what, the 70s, the 80s? Yep. Imagine, okay, because my thing is, all right, all right, all right. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But imagine if you were my age and you had to do that now. I promise you, you would not have had, like, an easier time that you did when you were here. And it's, like, really just understanding, like, we really just got the end of the stick. Like, economy-wise, you, like, there's no way that you could say to anybody who's older than us that, like, let's say in-state tuition for someone in Massachusetts for like one semester is anywhere from like six to 10 grand per semester in state, in state. Our parents, whether our parents, aunts, uncles, they were working right while they were going to school and would be able to work for one summer and pay off their whole tuition. Cause the whole tuition be like, what? $2,000. Maybe even less. In high school, we literally had um, our AP European history teacher said that she would work the summers to pay for her tuition for like either the next semester or the one previous. And we were like, wow, like how many hours you must have been like working like a dog. And it's like she worked hours, but like she said her tuition was only like $500 a semester. We wanted to flip tables, bro. (laughs) What? Do you know how much is a semester at like, what's that college? Not Bunker Hill, but Bunker Hill is pretty expensive. Not even like, it's like like three hundred, three thousand dollars. Like right, and that's even the cheap schools. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you go to those art schools, like uh, what's what's that school? Like where um something music, Berkeley School of Music. Forget about it. Forget about it. I know someone who's like a hundred thousand dollars in debt. For what, bro? I promise you, you could go on YouTube right now, learn how to play the piano. You ain't even need all that, cause <laughs> she's very talented. But I'm just like, God damn! Look, I better be she, getting a job right. afterwards, bro. Listen, all she needs to do is open up a little YouTube channel, record some of her stuff. <laughs> I bet you, if she gets, she blow up. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because okay, and then on the flip side, I know somebody who I used to work with who went to Berkeley and his parents paid, but like this kid never gave you the impression that he's super rich. Like his dad is like a Hollywood director. And Ooh. he'd never speak about it. He was oh, like, he's just really chill. humble, just like, quiet about it. Yeah. You know, like his parents came in, looked at the store. I even talked to them. And then it's not until like the store closed down for COVID that I find out, or like towards the ending where we were about mm. to shut down, I found out man's is swimming in money because his parents are paying for him to go to berkeley i mean he he went for the piano he was good at it he was good mm. at it you know but it's like wow i mean we're not even going to get into white being advantaged that that's that's a different mm. animal that's a different animal but just imagine and then I, the other thing too fast with things that our parents will automatically pay for us to go to college my parents, 
my dad, I don't want to say, like, they're not broke or anything. It's just my mom's currently not working. She's a landlord. She doesn't have, like, mm-hmm. big, big money for that. My mm-hmm. dad, he's working kind of under the table. He's mm-hmm. a tradesman, but I don't, he has his license, but they, he got to renew them. Mm-hmm. He wasn't able to pay for my college mm-hmm. at all. That shit was all out of pocket. And and I basically got a scholarship because of a car accident I got. I applied for like financial discrepancy or financial hardship, and they saw and I showed them the um, proof that I wasn't involved in an accident caused by the Boston police detective. Here's the medical papers. Here's the police report. All of that. And- Last. <laughs> so where do we finish off? Um. Paying for tuition and not having our parents there you just help us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, like, FAFSA thinks that our parents are going to help us with the whole tuition. They also expect the parents to be making, like, a shit ton of money and right. to be able to help. And if, like, let's say your parents are both hardworking um, people, they make at least, like, 80000 80, a year. If they just make just a dollar extra, oh, you don't qualify. Right. <laughs> and it's like, absolutely ridiculous. There are it's some like, people who yeah. make like $400,000 a year. Mm-hmm. These people shouldn't qualify. Not yeah. the 60k a year household. But then I also feel kind of bad for the 400 cuz it's like I don't want to sound like a big shot. 400,000 it's it is not impossible to achieve. It's just, it, it's there. It's not like, we're never going to make like a million. I don't care. Well, it depends on who you are as a person. If you like entrepreneur, you got your own business. If you got like, you know, Elon Musk mindset, then anything is possible. But I feel like in the million bracket, then I feel like that should be like a cutoff. But people from like 80 to like 500K, I don't know. I, I don't right. if that's that's just me. But it's like the system is designed for us to fail it seems like it's designed to help us succeed but it really isn't it's there to, it's it's a lot i don't want to say it's easier it is and it isn't at the same time like we have all these resources but then there's a lot of like loopholes that's preventing us from moving forward like mm-hmm. racism is not just out in the open now it's out in the open but then there's also in the system as well, like where some schools won't even take you because you have a two black sound and last name or something. Mm-hmm. Which is ridiculous. You could have a 4.0 GPA, 5.0, even a 6 still won't take you. Right. Mm-hmm. And they also like to do background checks too. Like if you come from a, let's say if your parents or your family's not like super, super wealthy, they won't even accept you then right because they're like you can't even afford us to begin with mm-hmm. and the thing is these school like schools like that or institutions like that or whatever they mm-hmm. have massive endowments which come from the students who can pay the tuition you mm-hmm. know people who either went there or you know people who have kids that go there giving like generous donations so it's like mm-hmm. of course they're not gonna feel too happy about the kid who can't really afford to go there because then that's like it, it's like a deficit to them to really mm. just have you there so why take you but they could get somebody who's like you on paper but has the cash to back it up it's like you're gonna mm. cut your losses because at the end of the day all these places are businesses honestly the system probably could it's 
it's tricky because it can help if you know what to do, but even then, there are hurdles. And it's really just, there are only hurdles, right? Because I, like, as a person of color, let me not even go there. As a Black person, you know, in this country, mm-hmm. and you come from money, and you come from wealth, there are a lot less hurdles for you. But then it's like, you know, for if you wanted to go up the ladder of society, I'm sure there are hurdles you would have to face then because of your race. But it's like that entry-level barrier does not affect you after a while. The issue with a lot of people in our generation and the ones that came before us and probably the ones that will come after us are those entry-level barriers, which are mostly money because number one, ain't nobody, right? I want to say anybody making under 70K is probably not being paid what their work is actually worth. You know what I'm saying? Because there will be a lot of positions that will be either like 45, 50, and they want all these ridiculous credentials just to have you sit behind a computer and do like copious amounts of paperwork. And it's like for the amount of stress you're undergoing, it's like, you know, you could slap an extra 10K on there. (laughs) A little incentive, if you will. Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of people quit partners because you're doing all this crazy amounts of work, all those crazy uh, amounts of workloads, taking all these calls, and you only get paid $15, $16 an hour. It's like, yeah. I'm worth way more than this. Or it's like you get paid a little bit more than 15 16 mm-hmm. but you're still, you know, racked with work, and you really just feel mm-hmm. like a cog in a machine. Because I know a few people who worked at, like, Wellington that quit because it was just... It wasn't what they thought it was after a while, you know, after everything was said and done. But that's how it is sometimes for these, you know, high class, big name corporations and stuff like that. It's, yeah, it's a really lot like of it is and and like right. A lot of it mm-hmm. is really like for the name, mm-hmm. you know, the prestige is what gets people to want to apply the doors that open for you being associated with a name the people who want to talk to you by being associated it's really by association because you want to know why it's not always the hard work that gets these people in positions of power their seat of power it's really who you're associated with like i interned and then worked at harvard for a bit at one of the schools right Paid me more than anything I'd ever been paid before, but worked me like a dog to the point where I was so stressed out. I would literally like stare at the stack of work I'd have every day and really just take a minute to absorb how I knew I would not be able to keep up. Because it's like, it it was, I've never been so stressed out in my life. I'm not even going to talk about whether the fact that it was in an area that I knew wasn't necessarily my favorite, but I'm the type of person where I'm like, let me not say I don't like this just because I think I won't like it. I'm going to try it first. If it's really not for me, then we know because we tried it. Tried it. Super not for me. <laughs> Didn't really end well, you know, but I gave it my all. But like just by having Harvard on my resume, 
people like reach out to me left and right. What they don't know is I don't want anything to do with finance, but left and right, like, oh, you would be a great like account manager. Look, finance, anything accounting, you are going to have a mountain of work. So if you're not the type of person that's really good at just sitting down and manually plugging away things and inputting things and cross-referencing and doing all that stuff, because I was doing about seven, eight things at one time that I'd never done before in my life. And after four months, they were just like, eh, this isn't really, you know, it's not working for us. But it's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm not a machine. I don't really have any help. And it's like... I'm not going to say any names, but I would, you know, say things like, oh, you know how like when people like joke like, oh, you know, it's going to be a busy day in the office today. And everybody's kind of joking about, wow, I'm so swamped. And here I come with, yeah, today sure is busy. Oh, I sure do have a lot of work, you know, trying to join in in a little bit of the camaraderie. I get hit with a Well, that's kind of what we pay you to do. And I'm like, wow, I all right, I heard you. I heard you were like, well, it's in your job description. I'm like, well, dang, I didn't really hear anybody else (laughs) say that when they made that comment. And then it's like that plus, you know, the age barrier of being old enough to be everybody's either daughter or granddaughter and then only being the the only black one on the team. It was Jesus. It was yeah. not fun. I loved my internship. It was at a completely different building, completely different school. Um, but you could not pay me to do that job again. <laughs> Prestige <laughs> or not, you could not pay me to do that job again. You could not. It was it was a lot. And I just really didn't feel like I had the support that I had. But it's like older generations would be like, well, you got to stick to it. You got to stay in the job for for 10 years and then and then you know make something of yourself because everybody at the office had been there like 10 plus years they all know each other's kids and then here I come with my little black self and my little <laughs> afro and I'm like yeah guys what's going on I'm, I'm ready to be a part of the team that shit did not fly that shit did not fly this ain't they're saying basically suck it up, deal with it, and get gray like us. Because I bet most of the people that were saying this, right. they were gray. They were fucking gray. They, they, I mean, they witnessed the stress. <laughs> you know, a little comb over here and there, a little Rogaine yeah. here and there. You'd never know. You'd never oh, know. Oh, man. Some people had their but, hair falling out. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, would you be surprised? With Harvard money, you could get you a cute little lace front. <laughs> With that money, you could you could do a bunch of things. Jeez, I'm but sorry just, you had to endeavor that, man. That's crazy. I am too, but like you know, resilience. I tried. I really did try. Mm. Um, it just it wasn't you know, wasn't with their vibe. Like people would literally come up to my desk and be like, "Wow, you sure have a lot of work to do." Or they'd be like, "Wow, I feel so bad for her. Help me." It never happened. <laughs> Oh man, that that's terrible. Literally, just put everything for the new person to handle. Oh, now the new person can handle that. You know, experience all that. And one of the dudes, one of the dudes on our team had left, right? And instead of hiring somebody to replace him, they distributed his work 
amongst wow. a few people on the team, including me. And I'm like, not me having more work, bro. <laughs> Jesus. Terrible. Terrible. The most craziest thing. Like, I was working at an uh, internship with Lee Rink. Basically, they wanted me to, to do everything what Europe taught me. They wanted me to do IT. They wanted me to do finance. They wanted me to do coding. I'm going to say I only learned one out of those three things. Right. How long do they think we were there for? Years. I'm just like, I don't know what any of this is. What is this? And the guy that was supposed to be shadowing me or whatever, I was supposed to be shadowing, he left early or whatever. He was on vacation for two weeks that one time. I'm just like, I'm doomed. I'm literally doomed. <laughs> I end up getting transferred somewhere else that was a little bit more um, easy to be digested. Thank mm-hmm. God, because if that didn't work, I would have, I would have missed out. Right. Honestly, honestly, Europe was more for like the people that you met, like you know, because even yeah. even the internship, right? While not saying that it's not a blessing, because. Again, I love my internship. It was a, a completely different team, completely different school, completely different building. Loved my internship. I would do what I was doing for my internship full time without a doubt. Same. Because the support was there. And the whole building, like the team that we were on, because we were on, well, I was a um, vendor setup and then procurement intern. And the eight accounts payable team was there. Like, you know, and the whole floor was just like culturally diverse. So it felt welcoming. And then even the attitudes to if you needed help or anything was welcoming. Right. And I I loved it so much. I would go back to visit after we graduated, like regularly. Because it's like the, pe- the people there were good to me and they were just like, just let us know if you ever need. And then lo and behold, I see basically what I was doing as my internship. It was there on like Indeed or something like that or like on the Harvard website where you go to look for jobs internally. And it was up there and they were paying like 45 and I was like, as a starter, that would have been great. But like... I did not have the time to do that because full-time work, full-time school, and I had a part-time job. Wasn't trying to lose my mind again. Was not trying to lose my mind again because I promise you if I had applied because it was at the exact same building, I know I probably would have got it. But I was like, you know, we're going to have to wait because we need to decompress. Right, right. That's another thing we got to talk about money like juggling between school and work they like a lot of the people like i don't want to say uh races but a lot of the people with that conservative mindset just says oh just get off your bootstrap and just work hard that's that's their answer to everything i've been shot on my leg oh just work hard (laughs) stop complaining half of us can't afford the boots bro we can't it's literally how it is and they don't realize that they have a jump start on us Right. Like, y'all come from a, a of success. Right. Our parents come from the islands where they left those places to be successful here. Right. We're starting the new lineage right now. Right. And it's even, you know, it's one thing to make that journey to come from another country where, like, none of your family's here, none of your friends mm-hmm. are here, probably had to learn the language or, you know, yep. assimilate your accent as you went along. 
some people are still like, okay, where they set up, we didn't just come and immediately we're building these empires. Most people came and they ended up with, you know, not saying it's bad, but regular jobs, bills, some are still living paycheck to paycheck. Like, it's not, it's not easy. Like, and the thing I had to learn is you remember when you're, you're little growing up and people are like, oh, my dad's a copper, my dad's a, a doctor or a lawyer or a firefighter. Yeah, I would love to tell somebody my dad works at McDonald's and then go, but he's the CEO of McDonald's because <laughs> those motherfuckers got money. Mm-hmm. I'm just God. I just feel like I've put in so much good karma in this life. Just ple- I would love to be a child of nepotism in the next life. If you could just do me that one solid. <laughs> if you could just because those days where there was no heat, no, you know, there's no hot water, stoves not working. Those were not the days where you'd have to, like, eat cold chicken and rice. I mean, because, yeah. look, the, the power's out, you know, electricity bill's not paid yet or you're a few days late. You know what I'm saying? Some people have mm-hmm. never experienced that. Some people imagine, right? Because I know this is a universal ethnic kid thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know the bucket, the shower bucket. Uh, <laughs> you know outside, exa- yep. man. And then it's like when you would when you get that grand finale, right? And it's that last bit of water in there, and you close your eyes, and I just be imagining I'm in a jacuzzi. And then I gotta get out because <laughs> I'm gonna get cold in like three seconds because there's no more hot water. <laughs> Man, some people have never lived that life. And I'm like, this thing called life is really just a gamble. It is. Right? I would like, uh, I'm right. Because back home, um, we had the switch where you would turn it to get the hot water, but sometimes that wouldn't work. So you would just. So it's all cold water. water Back home is on steroids compared to cold water in the States. I swear to God, water. even in winter, even in winter, it's it's way colder. God, because we live in the fucking mountains, bro, so we feel all that breeze. Right. <laughs> we feel all of that. And um, I like, don't know in if the you ever, summer, like, you don't mind, but like the Oh, heck no. Nah. Nah. But I definitely like the way some of us grew up because we, if, like, let's say we ever come across, like, like we reach the points in our success story. That's what I like to call life. This is our success story. You know, like this is how I became to be type story. We're going to be ex- extremely humble to the point like where our kids, they won't be like those shitty children that you see in Hollywood. Hell no. They will understand the value of a dollar. They will understand the value of hard work and all that stuff. Right. Because you're going to have a flip phone till you can buy yourself a non-flip phone. I don't know about that one, but I, I mean, I'll get him like an iPhone, like let's say, like maybe the iPhone twenty will be out by the time we have children. Jesus Probably like the Christ. iPhone thirteen or something. There you I go, just, 14. I just feel like <laughs> the numbers won't be cool once you start getting the iPhone twenty. It's gonna be like the iPhone XXI or some stupid <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Knowing Apple, 
It's going to be in Roman numerals. Oh, man. I mean, that would be kind of lit. Not going to lie. See, Apple messed up, right? Instead of releasing a new phone every six months, why don't they... Why don't they do like rappers, like a new model of the phone, like every like year, like two years, then the new phone comes out because you release a new phone every six months, you're going to run out of features. How yep. many pixels can you add on a camera? They won't stop. And did you know they're going to try to make List an Apple until car? I can teleport? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, because ev- they might have Apple- holograms, maybe. Every model is like the same as the last. Yeah. Like I, I was, I was gonna get my phone, and when did I get it? Like August. And everyone's mm. like, "Oh, don't you want to wait till 13 comes out?" We don't for what, bro? You mean the 12 2.0 with like three more <laughs> pixels? It's the same phone. No, I try to tell people this, and they say, "Oh, oh you broke." I'm like, no. It's just the same thing. It's over the and over same again. phone. Because for the longest time, I would be like three models behind. Like I in twenty like what eighteen when the ten was out, I had just bought the eight. I had just <laughs> bought the eight, and I was like, I am not upgrading until like My the volume like starts fire. going out. Yeah. I mean, God, they're not on fire, you feel me? Because my phone be kind of close to me when I sleep. So, you know, at least until the, <laughs> the, the audio or the visual is not visualizing or audioizing like it's supposed to. But, no display, no audio detected. <laughs> right. Until, like, something is cracked and I can't fix it. So, yeah. Mm. To a point where it makes sense. Yeah, that was the only time I actually... Okay, so... I was on Team Android for a while. Same. Um, I recently got an iPhone because I had this Nexus phone. It did what I needed to do. I was able to listen to my music, everything. The only problem is when I was listening to my music, my my right pocket would get really, really, really mm-hmm. fucking hot, man. I'm just like, I don't know. That's just yep. something with Androids. But then one day, I forgot to charge it, and it just completely died. And it just wouldn't turn on. I took it to like several different places, and they told me, "Hey, buddy, you just gonna have to get a new phone." I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, it's, listen, it's, that's it's just gone. in the afterlife. You gonna have to get a new phone. <laughs> so I said, "You know what? I'll, what was the iPhone? I think there was this the iPhone Seven. I got the five. I lost that shit on the train. Then I got an iPhone Six. Then I lost that shit on the train like a few months that's later. A sign. <laughs> <laughs> then I got an iPhone Seven, and it 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 did me justice. And then it was just it was just bad. Like, like I kept dropping calls, all this stuff. And I'm just, you know what? Okay. I mean, Apple does it on purpose. They were it telling does. you. It does. It, they even admitted that shit. All right. So people still phone, buy the new phones anyway. Mm-hmm. The phone I have right now, I think is the iPhone 11, not the pro, but I think it's the, uh, the iPhone 11 pro or the, just the regular iPhone 11. It, it's doing its thing. I mean, it dies a little quick, but that's just what iPhone phones yeah. do. When the new one comes up, yep, yeah, your battery life for the other one's gonna just keep dying. Especially if you're on FaceTime. Oh man. When I, I bought FaceTime. this, really? I mean, I do here and there, but it's just if I FaceTime for five minutes and my phone's at ninety percent, it's gonna be at eighty or seventy-five. Oh, see, I don't know about <laughs> that. When I was ordering this new phone, because I ordered <clears throat> it online, I had I kind of fucked up because there was like a, I think it's the. I can't remember what the gigs are. There's, I can't remember if it starts at 256 
or if that's like a second tier. But anyway, I ended up mistakenly paying for like a more expensive tier because it had like more space storage and all that stuff. I mean, at the end of the day, I got less to pay back on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Because you spend a little bit more up front. Um, you don't have to worry about it when the rest. Yep. Smart, smart, smart. Right. So I I have the 12 Pro Max. I just like a bigger screen. Like oh, yeah. I when I got the eight, I got the eight what is it? The eight max? Is that what it was called? The eight one of those. One of those things. One of I'm, those I'm, things. They're gonna name it like something, the iPhone jumbo at some point. Get just watch. Honestly, right. <laughs> and it's like I, I just don't really think phones should get much bigger than this because you may as well get like a mini iPad. Exactly. Like my phone at this point is the exact, maybe not the exact, but it's essentially the size of my hand. Like Mm. your phone could double as a weapon if you chuck it at the right (laughs) velocity (laughs) and speed. That's actually funny. I actually hurt my cousin one time. I threw my phone at him and hit him in his eye. I was really mad. Assault and battery. That's what I'm saying. But, or when you're like texting and it just falls on your face, boom, you got a concussion. Oh my god, right. <laughs> but but it's good when you're like falling asleep and you shouldn't because then it wakes you up. Like that always happens to me. Like I'll be dozing off and then like my pinky like gives way and the whole phone like falls on my face and I'm like, all right, time to go to bed. It's an, it's I think I got a busted lip one time. <laughs> right, the oh, whole black man. eye. It's like, all right, I learned my lesson. I'm, 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 I'm just gonna pack it up. Yep. But uh, parents don't understand that. They don't understand. It's hard out here for a pimp. They don't <laughs> get it. Like things, things is expensive. Like I don't know why they don't think we don't want to go and have houses and mm-hmm. multiple cars and honestly honestly truly if things weren't so expensive the dating game probably also wouldn't be as messed up as it is today I'm gonna money get me started on that man man i've somehow turned into like the ionla fix my life for like all of my friends for whatever reason because apparently i'm good at giving out advice but i really just mm. think i'd be saying things that make sense because mm. it's like if somebody tells you two and two is seven you gotta shake their hand and be like this was a great conversation and just don't ever <laughs> go to them for nothing ever again because they don't know what they're talking about i love that i love that because <laughs> it's like some of these people are really wild out here like yeah, if somebody ever now man, man. Ever yeah man i mean are oh they God, wrong you not... <laughs> yo you Imagine. better not be one of those okay <laughs> who knows what's real or not honestly we're in a simulation the earth might be like round on one side and like flat on the other for all we know yo we got a flat earther in the chat ladies and gentlemen Listen, Ayo, you ever been to space? Because I haven't. No, I would like to, though, but I don't know if NASA's still hiring. Man, they ain't hiring nobody. I'm sure uh, Jeff Bezos is going to... It's going to be Amazon Prime from Mars. Oh, my God. Let, let's talk about that for a moment, right? Motherfuckers that made all this money from people, me and you, to just mm-hmm. to fly to space. That is right. the biggest flex ever. 
Nah, nah, Biggest nah. Flex. Something fishy. Something fishy. Because what they know that we don't. Because I don't. But then again, it's like millionaires just made makeshift rockets and they just went to space. Like, if I had that type of money, bro, I don't know if I would be in space. <laughs> I don't right. know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. In but the- it's like if you'd rather be anywhere but earth what do you know that we don't know bro you have the most money imagine having the most money on the world you could do anything you want in the planet and you want to go to another planet that ain't nobody on Ayo. that's weird that that is that's a little weird but then again First, too i don't know if you heard this right they're gonna make and i'm just looking at this they're gonna make those all for the one percent they gonna leave us the earth and they go and live over there. I'm fine with it because maybe we can do things better, you know, get all the toxic people off the world into space. God forbid y'all lose fuel and y'all crash somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. If y'all need a mechanic, I might go up there, cut a few lines and come back for, you know, the ship falls. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Cause I I don't know you really just you really just gotta question it a little bit because some of this stuff is a little bit questionable because all these people really could end world hunger but you want to go to space? Nah, they said nah. Fuck that. That's that's not that's not what we about. We in you know, we in space. My Uber driver warned me about this the other day. So I'm in the Uber the other day, Mm. and this little old white man, you know, he got the Bible in the, like, front corner, and he's, like, talking and talking, and out of nowhere, man sent me with something real wild, like, real crazy. He's like, oh, you know, in 2024, there's going to be a civil war. I'm like, huh? Whoa. Bob, I will tuck and roll out this car right now. What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, yeah, because there's so much division. Like, who knows if we'll all live that long? Ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, you see what I'm saying? You he ain't wrong. There. He ain't like. Hold on, before you think I'm crazy, because the way these conservatives are talking, bro, the way they gearing up, I'm just like, what do y'all think is coming? Like, we ain't coming after you. The man, brown the people dem- ain't coming after you, bro. Listen, man. See, I don't believe in politics because these Republicans and these Democrats. They, they all be shady. going to the. They be going to the same Christmas parties. It's all a farce. <laughs> it has Christmas to be. Party. There's yeah. no way, bro. There's no way. You seen all those pictures of Michelle Obama and George Bush? These people go to the same. They all probably have the well, same. Well, he's a doctors, he's a different candidate same. though, because I don't know. But George he, Bush is a Republican. But but he's one of the good ones, though. I think. But yes, huh? there are good. George there are good. Bush? There are good ones because there's definitely ones that are just worse than George Bush. Look at Trump, I for mean, example. Look at Trump, Nixon. Honestly, I think that, that Nixon Nixon's the one, and then freaking Pence. Those are the Republicans that just they just honestly, want to hurt brown folks or just people you know color. Donald Trump was a comedian, man. They need to yeah. give him his Twitter back. You seen that thing he tweeted when ASAP Rocky was locked up in Sweden? Get home ASAP, ASAP. That shit was the funniest thing <laughs> happened all year. He said it's been a rocky week. Yo, that stuff had me in tears. They, yeah, he's banned off of everything. Can't well, even use I mean, MySpace, bro. That shit's old. Facts. <laughs> 
Well, if he wasn't, you know, if if all the racists didn't like him, I'm sure they wouldn't have had such a problem with him. But, you know, yep. since that's their god figure, yep. can't let that happen. I don't know. I just feel like if all of these presidents really wanted to make a change, they, they'd, you know, say it with their chest a little more. You feel me? Because where's all this student debt going to be canceled, Joseph? I think he took that back, maybe. <laughs> or he's still, or there's like a loophole with that. Like, I don't Isn't know. there always a loophole? There's always a loophole. There's Isn't that loophole. why they put him in office? Student mm-hmm. loans? Mm-hmm. Is that not happening no more, Joe? It might. But that's another thing we got to talk about when it comes to politics or it becomes to like, you know, figures that are running the country. Because when my dad came to this country, I think it was uh, not. Uh, he's not that old. Um, the guy before George Bush, uh, the one, Clinton, Bill Clinton or whatever, that's his name. He was talking about, oh, the money was good, everything was a okay. It was I was finding work left and right, and then when Bush came after, it was, you know, it was a little rough. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I see. So that's another thing that these like our parents got to understand. It's all depends on who's in office. Because right. literally, when Trump came into office, the racists got very cocky. They're very vo- uh, vo- uh, vocal. They're very vocal. They're very they're physically and verbally abusive to people of color, and institutions. Again, they were turning down people of color from being admitted to the. So back then, our parents had to dodge rocks being thrown by them from racists, but now we have to deal with racists in the system. And bullets. Don't forget and bullets. Bullet. Oh, and I bullets. Don't, don't forget knows, that. But Kyle Rittenhouse on tour like he's Chris Brown right now. He oh my everything. god. This month. Don't even get me. I we am. actually did another episode about that, but that's the episode I was talking about, like how we got all effed up. Yeah. <sighs> I just, I just want to know why... I guess white lives don't matter either, huh? Because I just... He shot. I'm surprised he got away. Are you surprised? Because I'm not surprised. I, I am, and then I'm not. I was surprised because, well, he didn't shoot black I'm, people. I am surprised they didn't even give him anything at all. It's those white tears, man. He right. started frying up. It was so... I'm just like, you man. slobbering up there, bro. I'm just like, are you kidding me, man? Well... And what's her he, face that shot Duante right? They just bugged her with sometimes because she thought oh, the yeah. tears was going to work. Oh, no. She's going to jail. I feel uh, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate from my black audience. Honestly, I want to believe it was a genuine mistake, but I'm just like, you've nah. been in the force so long. Nah. Why do you need to feel the need to pull out a taser if it's just a routine traffic stop, bro? You're telling the person, say? reach for his information. He's trying to reach it. Oh no, he's reaching for something. Bam. Not well. He he tried getting back in the car to drive off, right? Oh. But think about it. If you no 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 no. But think about it. If you know you pulling out a taser, why you gotta yell out taser? Yeah. Wouldn't you just say, oh, everybody, you know, back, or wouldn't you just tase him since it was point blank range? Yeah. Who? Who has how many videos of people actually getting tased have we seen? Who announced that it's a taser? 
Well, I hear people says down on the floor before I tase you, or sir, I have a taser, I will tase you. No, nah, but you actually see tase. in their hand that it's yeah. a taser. A taser right. and a gun don't feel the same. It doesn't. One feels more plastically, and the other one feels more metal. Right. Mm-hmm. The chamber don't feel the same. One is plastic, the other is metal. Come on, they're in two separate places. You've and been on the force how cop. many times? Yeah, and she's been on the force. That's that's not that is a rookie mistake. Not what is she like a captain or something too? Man, she was training somebody else that day with something or with. Oh my god, she was a something. Was it a no, to a to training officer? Either way. It was her trying to cover herself. Nah. And then the because other wild You don't you can't accidentally shoot somebody no, if you, you never cannot. pulled out a gun. Mm-mm. If she had yelled taser, taser, and it's a freaking donut. <laughs> like what did you think? Yep. How you go taser taser and you pull out a gun and you load one clip? And then you surprise you shot him. Don't ain't nobody believe. I've seen so many interviews with retired cops saying they don't believe it. Wow, even the cops would be like, "Yo, I smell bullshit." Retired conservative white cops talking about nah. <laughs> it's so, bad when they say nah. That's fishy. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh man. When old white people be like, something's not adding up, Bucko, you best believe it's not. And then I don't know if you you I'm sure you've seen this case where there is a gentleman who was in his house and a cop came into his house thinking it was her house and just shot him point blank. Mm-hmm. First of all, if you don't remember where your house is, you need a designated driver. And why are you intoxicated with a gun? Right. A loaded gun. I just... The one that got me mad is how his younger brother was up there crying, talking about, I forgive you, and they let her off scot-free. Oh, let no, me I would tell fuck you, you up, bro. What huh? the fuck? I know his brother's in heaven punching air, bro. Like, how <laughs> could you... Not even your house. Even the minute you walk in the house... And you don't think it's your house? What do you do? Don't you walk out and be like, oh, sorry. And then you take a second, reevaluate where you are. Once you realize it is your house, you don't just start shooting. Yeah. And I'm like, even if she had pointed the gun and been like, why are you in my house? Get out of my house. And not done any. I, even if she had walked in and tased man, I'd be a lot more pleased to know she tased him than shot him Mm -hmm. in his own home. That know. shit was wild, bro. I don't know. And I just most... be scared because I just pray nobody I ever know or my little brother is never winds up on the news and it's R.I.P. whoever, you know? These people really is... don't give a damn. They really I want to believe that doesn't happen in this state, but you never know. It's the first time Man, for everything. Tall. Let me tell you how a friend of mine was a victim of police brutality earlier this year. Oh fuck! Did right. it make the news? Um, yeah. Well, of course, you know they're not gonna put it on the news like that. But there's an article on it. Mm. Like man's was minding his business, taking a walk, and just ended up getting just manhandled in the worst way, and just really just treated like a dog. No reason. 
for no reason. For no reason. The I just just black in the wrong place, wrong time type thing. Man, it's more like black minding your business. <laughs> Walking while black, basically. Right. Yeah. All I'm saying is the first of the month and the last of the month, the most dangerous times to be black. Because you know them police trying to fill their quota. (laughs) Stop. Look, December 1st, we were riding through Newberry Street. It was state troopers out the ass, bro. I'm like, is there a convention? What's going on? (laughs) Just driving around. Looking for somebody to stop. I'm telling you. You don't ever want to be somebody else's quota. Heck no. I'm upset. <sighs> no, it's funny. I've never been pulled over by the police. I've only been pulled over by the police while walking and on a bike. You see what I'm saying? I have my little moped bike, and I guess it fit the dis- the, the noise because there was. I guess some people were doing bad stuff noise or something like a gun. Yeah, so. Right. I got pulled over. I gave him my ID. Was respectful. Was nervous because I'm just like, is anybody gonna record? Like, how does this work? Is there somebody just magically recording? If there's mm-hmm. an interaction with police, or do I gotta reach for my phone and record? All right. The minute you hit hear some sirens, honestly, you just gotta start recording some stuff. Open yep. up the camera, hit record, and. It's really crazy because they will look for any reason. Like this one time I was in the car um, with somebody else once, right? We get stopped by a cop. Yeah, um, the car, the tents on the window, they're dark, but they're not like illegally. Like they were still like legally tinted, right? Man, it's talking about the tents is too dark. And this is how I knew this man was looking for trouble. It's 11.30 in the morning. Man's walked up with a flashlight shining in the back seat. Talk about roll down your windows. What's in the back seat? Now, tell me something, Richard. Is there any reason why you have a flashlight in broad daylight? looking inside a car with the windows rolled down. What are you looking for? He's looking for trouble. And you know those cops that you the minute they walk up, you know they kind of looking for something. Got a little too much pep in their step. Seem a little too anxious to walk up to somebody's car. Yeah. Honestly, the only reason nothing happened that day was because I was in the car with my boyfriend and he was like, oh, you know, you have an impeccable driving record because man's has no tickets, no traffic violations, nada. He mm. was like, yeah. He's like, you know, I just just stopped you because the tents were really dark. So, you know, I'm going to gonna flag your license plate and give you a warning. And you got to go to the shop today and get those changed. This is how I know you don't be going in shops, bro. You can't walk in a shop and get your tents changed that same day. Looking yeah, for book trouble. an appointment. Looking for trouble. Flag the license plate for what? It's people moving coke through this state right now. And broad daylight, no tents. <laughs> and an ice cream truck. You're not looking for them. You're looking for the people that's minding their business that just went to go get some food. Not being that's loud, another thing. Not speeding, driving slow because it was a residential area. <laughs> you come. Wee, 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 wee. 
man. Windows like, too dark. Got to get rid of him. W- literally, we drove past, watched him make eye contact, and followed us, and then did a U-turn. I was like, ah, bruh. Jesus. It's people trafficking kids through this state right now. You crying about some legally tinted windows? All right. He didn't even didn't even bring out like a little scanner or whatever to check if the tents were too dark or not. Just looked at him talking about, yeah, I stopped you because the tents were too dark. Really? You stopped us because you seen two minorities in a car driving yep. slow. And it's the first of the month. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh fuck. God damn. That's funny. You were on the bike, they pulled you over. What could you possibly have been doing? Literally riding going my off. bike. Nah, Just riding my bike. Speed limit. Imagine they stopped you <laughs> talking about you're going under the speed limit. I mean my bike on a good day, well I don't have it now. It goes maybe forty, but it only goes thirty. And I'm like, it's a slow ass thirty, bro. Slow ass thirty. Like I have to literally, it, it, it's like I have to push my bike to the limit for it to hit thirty five. Sometimes. <laughs> I just, you know, it's really wild. Yeah. So that's another thing the parents don't understand. Like, yeah, we we are prime suspects at all the. I mean, that's been that way for like hundreds of years, but now it's ridiculous. You can get mm-hmm. pulled over for being you can get pulled over for shopping. You can get pulled over from sleeping. Like literally you you fall asleep in your car. The cops right. startle you. Boom, you get shot. It's ridiculous. Facts. Honestly, it's an achievement to reach the age 26, 27 and you haven't been shot or arrested by the police. Right. Right. Like back in the day it was okay, I'm in the states, I got a job. Great good achievement now it's i'm 18 i don't even think i don't even think racism is not gone anywhere that's one thing that's never changed for that's one thing that's not the only thing where people who've experienced a change in racism is probably white people in terms of tolerance Mm -hmm. and how they don't tolerate it from each other as much anymore but for black people this shit been going on man it's just now, it's everywhere now. It's becoming it's, like... It's just a... recorded now. We yeah. just have video proof. But I promise you, the rates of violence, the, the incidents, it has not gone down. It's just nobody had proof anymore. And it's really yeah. sad. Because I would not want to be anything other than black. Same. It's kind of exciting. Right, but like in a dangerous way, and it's like everybody yeah. wants to be you, but nobody likes you type of way. So yep. you really, you really just be in your own lane. <laughs> and the most really fucked up thing too is like, oh yes, now another thing about how hard it is for us now in this generation, house the the rent, especially in places like Boston, California, New huh. York, forty five that forty five hundred for a one bed. Listen, you gonna get seven hundred some... square feet. You gonna have to get some roommates. Make it work. <laughs> oh, one bed. Like, hey, roommates. yo, what the hell is this? I was in Vegas and I saw apartments. Three bed, thirteen hundred. Three bed, two bed, thirteen hundred. Four bed, three bed, like sixteen hundred. 
the only shitty thing about Vegas is not much to do over there. But a career right. like IT mechanics, I can I can survive out there. I think. For but, your career, though. I think even management too. Management. I like, no, oh, wait, no, wait, no. I mean, you don't want to like, do finance. I mean, like regular people jobs. Oh yeah. So, like statistically, they you get paid less down there, but things are cheaper. Mm-hmm. So you know the ultimate combo is if you got an East Coast pay stub with like mm-hmm. West. Not I'm not even gonna say West Coast with like a Midwest South like type of living situation but like everything is a get for a give because like i don't want to live anywhere where there's tornadoes or hurricanes or earthquakes or sandstorms like all we get is gators gators don't forget the gators or florida men (laughs) all we get is snow and that stuff melt yeah it's just a rent girl it's it's going up i'm like by next year i'm trying to be outy Hey, shout out to all the sugar babies for real though. Shout out to all the sugar babies. <laughs> y'all y'all really out here winning. <laughs> winning at the game of life. Yes. All the yes, sugar I... babies got health insurance. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I gotta check to... no, I still got my health insurance. Yep, See, yep. man, have Mass to check. Look, yep. look, look, look. If you need, if you need, I'm I'm sure we can find a couple sites for you. All right. Are you dead ass? <laughs> Yo, I mean, me listen. I firmly believe if there's anything you want to do in this world, there's somebody who can, you know, help you with that. Somebody who knows somebody. <laughs> Dead ass. What if I can just find a woman that just needs somebody to just drive her around? Listen. I'm sure there's a lot. I'm sure there's a lot of people. A lot of old people, if you don't be mind being called a gold digger, <laughs> there is a sugar mama for you. Just waiting. I'm just saying, if you're not ready to give up even a little bit of sugar, you might have to, I don't know, you might have to bite the bullet on that one. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my age limit is like 65 or 70. Listen, so even depends. Gertrude want a little back rub every now and then. So I don't know what to tell you. A little foot and, rub. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, it might start out that way, but you know, good right. luck to you. I mean, whatever you got to do, that's your business. Yes, man. <laughs> I don't know. You might get flown out to Dubai. It's going to be a beautiful trip. You may or may mm. not know what you might have to do to get that money at the end of the trip. All <laughs> I'm going to say is it's a beautiful place and you're going to have a great time. I don't know if you ever heard of this term. It's a. Uh... I don't know if you watch Abba and Preach, but oh um, my god, yes, a doo doo contract or some shit. So me and my friend were we just saw this episode. <laughs> so yes, we, we're gonna have to put we're gonna have to put a pin in that because I am actually running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is but that's a great episode. <laughs> yep, that is a. <laughs> so um, yes, everyone. So this is Lucia. Not Lucina. You can call know. me Lou. Lou, Lou for yeah. short. She yeah. is gonna be on very much. I want to say eighty percent of the future episodes. Really liked um, our dynamic. Um, the you conversations know, try. try. <laughs> it did get a little long, but it's it's all good. All good energy. I loved it. I loved it. And I like being here. All right. <laughs>
All right. Till the next time, then. All right, y'all. Till the next one. All right. Peace. Bye.